Hello, YouTube. How do we honor America considering the 4th of July? Sometimes we use parades. Sometimes we remember those that fought for our freedoms. We've got flags, food, friends, family festivities. We're listening to music. But is this truly honoring America? In this video, you will learn about patriotism in the Bible. Is America or our country our God? How did America first get honor? Is America currently honoring God? And how do we truly honor America? Stay tuned until the end to find out God's promise to honor our country again. Is America our God? No. But is patriotism evil? We need to define it. And Merriam-Webster says that patriotism is love for our country or devotion to one's country. So is there patriotism in the Bible? The answer is yes. We have to think about Israel. They were a theocracy. Israel rejoiced when they won their military battles against their enemies. But remember, their military conquest was about establishing morality and righteousness. Unjust wars are not to be rejoiced in. But they fought against the enemies of righteousness and holiness. Patriotism becomes poison when we lose God and righteousness as our motivation. We've got an example of that inside of the Bible. David took a census of Israel after military victories and judgment came to Israel as a result of David's pride. Instead of David having a thankfulness to God for what was won, everything is good in Israel because of Israel, because of our nation, and because of our patriotism. Patriotism should not become an idol. Our highest allegiance is to another kingdom. In John 18, 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. There's another scripture we could look at as well. Hebrews 12, 28, wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So how did America get honor? Well, let's define honor. Honor simply means great respect. God tells us them that honor me, I will honor and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. America honored God in its founding and its beginning. This was the heart of those that were escaping British tyranny to come to America. They wanted the freedom to honor and obey God. America was founded as a nation, as a republic. And it was founded that way because of their desire to have religious freedom. They wanted to worship the true God of the Bible. Some people may not have honored God, but as a nation at large and in the whole big picture, they really did if you look in the founding. The founders themselves had a fear of God. Some of them knew their God. And if we are to look at Psalm 33, 12 through 22, we read, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven. He beholdeth all the sons of men from the place of his habitation. He looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death 
and to keep their soul alive in famine, their body alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. America as a nation and as a republic was blessed because they made the Lord their God. As they feared, sought, and obeyed God, he gave them favor and and prospered them. America was not blessed because of some kind of superior military skill. They weren't blessed because they had a better economic understanding or that they had some really great work ethic. America was blessed because they feared God. Israel maintained God's blessing as they loved, feared, and obeyed him. They hoped in God's mercy when faced with their trials in their early founding days. God delivered many from death when we look through Israel's history and throughout history in general to those that trusted him. He kept many during the times of famine in America in large part because they trusted in God. That's what I'm I'm speaking about in the founding. The leaders trusted in God. And there's some quotes there. Whether or not all these men were saved is besides the point, but John Adams was signer. He said, the Christian religion is above all the religions that ever prevailed or existed in ancient or modern times, the religion of wisdom, virtue, equity, and humanity. John Quincy Adams, the sixth president, said, in the chain of human events, the birthday of the nation is indissolubly linked with the birthday of the Savior. The Declaration of Independence laid the cornerstone of human government upon the first precepts of Christianity. Samuel Adams, also a signer, he said, we may with one heart and voice humbly implore his gracious and free pardon through Jesus Christ, supplicating his divine aid, and above all, to cause the religion of Jesus Christ in its true spirit to spread far and wide till the whole earth shall be filled with his glory. Another man, Josiah Barlett, he was a signer, called on the people of New Hampshire to confess before God their aggravated transgressions and to implore his pardon and forgiveness through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, that the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ may be made known to all nations, pure and undefiled religion, universally prevail and the earth be filled with the glory of the Lord. Congress, 1854, the great, vital, and conservative element in our system is the belief of our people in the pure doctrines and the divine truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Righteousness alone can exalt America as a nation. Whoever thou art, remember this, and in thy sphere practice virtue thyself and encourage it in others. Patrick Henry. Dear listener, have you got help so far from this video? Consider subscribing, liking, and sharing this video, and also your thoughts on honoring America. If you do these things, you're going to help spread the kingdom of God. Also, I want you to check out godsresistance.com for more resources. Thank you. Now back to the video. Is America currently honoring God? Well, let's just think about it. Sexual immorality is rampant. Adultery We have sex before marriage, promiscuity, prostitution, pedophilia, sex trafficking, homosexuality, gender confusion, abortion, 
We have the taking of an innocent life, murder, greed, gambling, stealing. We have the thief that robs a store at gunpoint. But then we also have the CEO that dishonestly extorts money from others. We have idolatry, the worship of self, the worship of false gods that are not the true God of the Bible. We have the evolutionary perspective that we all came from apes and a big explosion made all this happen. We try to erase God from everything in American society. There's the dishonoring of parents, the dishonoring of the elderly and people in authority. You can't tell me what to do. We have entertainment that's filled with violence. It's filled with hate. It's filled with lust and greed. And entertainment at large is a waste of precious time. And then we have the church going along with the world and its values instead of being salt and light. We have hypocrisy inside of the church. We've got false prophets and teachers. We have the complete abandonment of worship in the church. There's no regard for the Lord's day. We are busying ourselves with everything but the inconvenience of God and his worship. The list is most definitely longer. But the true honoring America is what we're interested in. Honoring the God who made the whole earth, our worship and allegiance must once again be centered on him. And you may ask, well, how do we do that? Should we vote for the right people? Should we join worthy causes? Sure. But a nation is made up of people. It's not just this, this entity. It is people. And we start individually. So we first must repent ourselves. We need to trust in Jesus. We need to spend time reading the Bible daily. We need to pray daily. We need to attend a true Bible-believing church weekly. We need to live as a part of the body of Christ. 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4 says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. So this portion of scripture tells us that we need to start praying for all people, rulers, big and small included. Why? It tells us that so that we live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. God says this is acceptable. But then why should we pray and what are we praying for? Well, all men and women, boys and girls, are to be saved, and we're to be praying that way. People all coming to the knowledge of the truth, we're to be praying that. These are some of the things that we can do. Romans 13, 1 through 7 says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil." Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he, that is the minister of God that he's been speaking about, beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For, for this cause, pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom is due, fear to whom fear, and honor 
to whom honor. So what are we supposed to do with that? Be upright citizens that obey the law. We're not rebels by default as Christians. Well, what about when laws are unjust or cross God, you might ask? The rulers are to reward the good and punish the evil, according to this section of scripture. And if they are doing contrary to God's design, you will have to obey God rather than men. We are also to respect law enforcement as they enforce the law. We're told in the scripture that they are God's ministers of justice to keep the peace and righteousness of society in practical matters. They do not bear the sword in vain, it says. They enforce God's laws and and peace in society. You're also to pay your taxes. These taxes are to support God's enforcers of right and orderly governed society. And that's through dues, tribute, custom, all the different fees and things that happen like that throughout a just society. Pay all of those fees that are for the true ministers of God in society. Give reverence and respect and fear to those that have the position and have the honor. Titus 3, 1 through 2 says, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing unto all, shewing all meekness unto all men. Do not rail on political opponents, this scripture seems to be saying. You can disagree with people that are political opponents, but do not resort to brawling in our speech or actions. Christians are a different breed of people because of the indwelling Christ. Now, I said, stay tuned to the end for God's promise for the nations. Second Chronicles 714. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So, Will God ever honor America again? If you find that you are off in any area of your life in honoring God, this is God's prescription. God will honor America again if we honor him by forsaking all sin, believing on Jesus Christ to be born again, and being his loyal disciple. Tune in next time, and I'll see you then.